Tastes of the Midwest. All right, yeah, Taste of the Midwest does return for uh, another week. And this time around, well, it is appropriate uh, due to all the weather we've been having. It's been hot, hot, hot. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have a chat with someone who helps to cool us down with their uh, tasty, tasty food. Uh, in a, in the studio with us this morning, we're catching up with Tegan. How are you doing? Yeah, well, thank you, Todd. Thanks for having me in. No, thank you very much. So, yeah, tell us about Lickety Sticks Icy Pops. All right, lickety sticks. Um, well, it's a long-winded story, so I'll mm. try and give you the short version. Yeah, sure. Spitballing ideas with a friend mm. um, about business ideas for Geraldton and how he can sort of fill some niche gaps. Um, I was doing a TAFE class or TAFE, you know, um, unit for management and leadership. Mm. Um I ended up getting pregnant through that class as well. So then I had to kind of reevaluate where I was going with business. Um, but I, I just kept going. I bought a mold, an icy pop mold, stainless steel icy pop mold, mm. trialed a few flavors um, in the dead of winter because, of course, you've <laughs> got to get it right before summertime. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, and then, you know, finished off my course. Um, basically, was just giving anybody I could icy pops to trial and taste and give me their feedback and stuff like mm. that. Um, come summertime, I was a little bit more ready. I found a kitchen to work from at the hockey club. Um, and then I was just working out of an angle to sell the icy pops um, while I was, you know, 28, 30 weeks pregnant. Wow. And then come about February, I kind of started lagging a bit. So I was like, right, time to just hang the ice pops to the side for a bit, have the baby. Came back the next year a little bit um, before the season. Um, I ended up, yeah, like I said, long-winded. I ended up um, having to do things the hard way, I guess, um, in the way of making icy pops. You're supposed to have like these big machines to do this, but I had to do it, you know, uh, chest freezers and stuff. Um, but then, yeah, just one of those sort of machines just kind of fell in my lap oh, wow. in the end. The second-hand one, so it's doing its job. It's doing it really well. So it just makes uh, Icy Pops um, a little bit better quality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, worked out at the hockey club for a couple of years and then when their season started, obviously I had to back off and then I found a new kitchen at Jar Platakito. Um, and, yeah, it's kind of here we are today. Yeah. yeah. Far out. All right. Yeah. So quite the journey indeed. So yeah. uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, a bit backwards, you know, you didn't get the, the machine till, till much later on. But I suppose there's a lot of people out there as well who, well, that's how they have to get started because it's probably quite a, an expensive process. If you want to start, mm. you know, with everything in place, I mean, I imagine that would be quite expensive. So when you first started and, and you're making these icy pops, um, yeah, what was that 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 process you were doing? Like, how did you, did you make it all? Because you had the moulds already. Yeah, so I did have to fork out a little bit of money. I only bought one mould, but I bought another six. Mm. So then I could, so each mould, stainless steel mould has 20 um, capacity basically. So, you know, if I had six, then I could make 120 icy pops at one time. Um, however, and then, you know, buying blenders and stuff. So really the icy pops are just, juice or smoothie yeah. on a stick really yeah so hard way I guess is go in one day prep all the food um you know make sure your all your produce is good clean mm. cut it up make the icy pops leave them set overnight go back in the next day pull them so dip them in 
some warm water, pull them out, package them, box them up, put them in another wow. freezer. Um, so that essentially could have been a four-day sort of turnaround and if I had the time, that's how I would do it. But getting this machine just means it's a little bit more efficient in the way that I can do about 300 ice pops in one day now. Mm. You mentioned produce. So what kind of produce are you using? Yeah, so I really want to advocate for our local farmers here and I work quite quite closely with Collier and Sundown in Dongra and I use their mangoes. Mm. And they've actually really got me through this season with frozen mangoes. So I was a bit late to their season uh, last year. It was about April last year. But they had so much left over that I ended up buying all their frozen stock. Um, and this year we've got into the fresh stuff. But to keep going, you know, you use what you've got basically. Um, I'd, anyone who's got a lemon tree or a lime tree, like my nephew had limes, yeah. I'm like, you go 20 bucks, mate. You know, <laughs> cause they can be pretty expensive through yeah. the shops. Um but I also need to work with seasonal fruit as well, and that helps keeps costs down and keeps waste low as well. Um, and that's kind of my ethos is uh, sustainability, keep things minimal, keep things, you know, like I'm not, I don't have to use perfect fruit. I can use the fruit that's, you know, on the discount shelf. Um and, you know, as long as it's not rotten, I yeah. guess, well, that's it's a lesson, usable. It's a lesson that, you know, um, we're still trying to be taught as well because we might see yeah. a little mark on this or perhaps a little bit of a bruise or something. We think, oh, yuck, I'm not going to eat that. But yeah. it is perfectly It's perfect fine. for something. Yeah. yeah. And especially, you know, when you can just blitz it up, you don't even see the imperfections, yeah. you know, um, put it in a mold, like a stick in it and freeze it up. Mm. So, mm. yeah, the the whole process for um, making the isopops is pretty easy. It can be um, it can be time consuming and physically demanding as well for one person. I'm the I'm yeah. it's just me. Um, I might you know hire a, a friend's daughter to come and package and stuff like that. Mm. If the the monotonous stuff that I don't really like doing, but. <laughs> Inevitably, I'm the one who makes everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, is this a seasonal product? Because you'd imagine, you know, I see mm. pops, you know, only during the summer. Like, what is it an yeah. all year round drink? What do you do? I'm still finding my feet with the seasonality of it. Yes, you would think summertime would be the busiest time. However, because I don't have a shop front and I don't have stockers at the moment, and summer is actually really hot at the moment, like especially this year, um, it's it's too hot. You know, it's too hot for me to be out with my cart, so I have a push cart, which is basically a freezer that's run off a battery with my umbrella if it doesn't blow away in the wind. Um, and, you know, I could go down to the markets and stuff like that, um, but it's too hot for people to be out. And then, you know, it's just different um, council regulations to go to parks and stuff like that. So, yeah, just having to try and sort of work out where to put my feet in regards to events. So I'm mainly event orientated at the moment, hook up the trailer, go to an event, unload the trolley. And basically that's, I just, I stay yeah. stationary where I am. Um, but yeah, seasonality. Winter time, I'll probably have a couple of months off, reevaluate a few things. Um, and then next season, hopefully I'll be able to, you know, work with stockers and then, you know, like it might be another year, maybe two, another two years mm. and, you know, I can service up north a bit more yeah. and then that way it's kind of always hot up there or inland as well. So there's like little stations that have little cafes and stuff that have expressed that they want my product out there yeah, cool. in their season, which is obviously cooler here. It's mm. cold out there, but they have a lot more tourism through as well out in the 
out in the sticks as, oh, as such as the great. station country, yeah. All right, so once again, we are chatting with uh, Tegan from Lickety Sticks Icy Pop. So what are your, your, your mainstays? What are your mainstay Icy Pops that you've got? Yeah, so at the moment, uh, my Midwest Mango, and that's obviously using the mangoes from Dongra. Um, that was always going to be a staple, regardless of where I got the mangoes from, as long as they were Western Australian. Um, but once I knew that there were producers here as well, um, I don't need a lot of fruit either. I don't mm. need kilos upon kilos of fruit. Um, I use 10 kilos for like 200 icy pops. Wow. So Midwest mango, uh, watermelon bliss, which is watermelon and lime. So again, seasonal when the watermelons come into season or reasonably cheap, mm. one watermelon goes a long way. Yeah. Um, local limes, I think they're pretty seasonal as well. I think it's only about two months, it's about now, that they're not really growing that much. Lemonade is always popular. Yeah. <laughs> it is got a fair kick to it though, oh, so really? forewarned. <laughs> it's not just citric acid, you know, it's, it's lemon juice. Mm. Um, and it can be hard to work with. Fruit can be hard to work with, especially lemons and watermelon because every fruit is different and depends on how it's been growing. So like summertime for lemons is no good because the heat dries them out yeah. and then they're not as juicy or they get a bit of bit of a bitter taste. Watermelons, you know, if they're too overwatered, they're not sweet enough. So then I have to kind of amend the recipes and stuff. Mm. So um, they're probably my three top stays. Yeah. Um, and then I play around with like blueberries and raspberries. Raspberries is probably creeping up. Strawberries, strawberry pineapple, pina colada. Yeah, like I, I could, the list is long. Yeah. <laughs> I could keep going, honestly. Yeah. I, I like to experiment. That's my creative outlet is yeah. experimenting with different flavours and tastes. Um, I'm not going to please everybody, of course. Yeah. Um, but... That, that's just the fun side of it, you know, to, to keep it interesting, I guess. 